You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hamotzi Yayan, Kedei Mezigas Hakos. So we're talking about shiurim of different types of foods, the amount that you would be chayav for Hitzah. So the Mishnah says, if it's wine, because remember all the wine at that time was very concentrated, and then they would put water in it. So it's the amount that you need to make a good concentration, a good synthesis happen. As Rashi says, Kishir Shanostan Yayan Chai Kos, Mayim Kilchoso. There's enough here that the water will go in and will cause a synthesis to happen. And that will be a decent cup of wine for you. But the concentrated wine is you're going to be chayef for a smaller amount. That's the Tanakama. Motzi yayin kadei mezigas hakos. Chalav, if it's milk, kadei gemiya. A gemiya is like something just to swallow, enough to have a swallow. Very small amount. Dvash, when it comes to another sort of liquid, honey. So as far as honey goes, kedei litein ala katit. A katit is a wound that is developed, as Rashi says, you get them on, on horses. Shegabagabe hasusim vagamalim mitachas hamasos. So basically what happens is, is that the, it's like cracks in the skin. Because of everything these the cattle is uh the, the the horses are carrying. And that's why you use you use or use honey for that. That is one pshat. Rashi then brings a pshat from his Rabbeim that it's actually for humans. It's for humans on their hands or on their feet. So that's katit. Katit means there's something that's scraped, it's something that's obviously a wound, and it could be healed nicely with honey. Shemen kedei lusoch aver koton. The amount of shemen would be just enough to put on a small limb. We'll see which limb we're talking about. All of these are less than a revius. Now, even water kedei lusoch What was the kilor? The kilor was like an eye salve. It was something that was put on the eye uh, to make it feel better. And uh, when you put it on your eye, uh, it was it was something that you needed water together. In other words, there were other things with this. Uh, it was a piece of material that had other uh, medicinal things in it. But water was also important because the water is what you would wipe or, 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 or you would put the kilor in the water and then you put the kilor on your eye. So it's just enough to to actually wipe onto the kilor, a small amount. Shar kolamashkin birevius. But other types of mashkin, the shear is what we know a revius, revius halug. Kolashoivchin, and those are liquids that you spill out. Those are things that you pour out, things that uh, waste liquids. What's the amount that's considered haitzah and Shabbos? Also revius. Rab Shimon disagrees. He says, kulam birevius. I disagree with the Tanakam about wine and honey. It's all revius. As we saw Reb Shimon said before, we saw him quoted before, 
that the shiurim really are dependent, very individualistic, based on the person himself, based on how the person himself is a hoarder, how he's used to, to hiding stuff, how he's used to caring stuff, how he's used to protecting stuff. That would indicate, even when it comes here to liquids, I guess, that's the way you, it, would, it, it would be determined. Now, it's interesting because Rav Shimon says they're all revias. So what is he talking about here? Um, so Rashi tries to answer that question. Rashi says, Spirit of Shimon, the Matzniya Atzmo Boy Shiurazuta. That the Matzniya himself, it's a smaller shear, which means that Rav Shimon is saying that you could have a smaller shear if a person is used to uh, using and, 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 and protecting this small amount. Again, it's a little bit of a, a trouble, troublesome to me. There's a big thesis on the page before that deals with understanding Rav Shimon's opinion. I think we're going to have to leave it a little bit of a Tzorachian today. Okay, the Bryce says, This says kos. This says wine that can create, when it's synthesized, a nice cup, a beautiful cup. What's a beautiful cup? Mike Koisiofa, Kosho Brocha. The Kosho Brocha. A benching cup. A Shever Brocha's cup. That's a cup. That's what you need. That's, that produces a good Choshova cup. A cup that's meant to use in a mitzvah. Amrav Nachman, Amrav Ravua. Kosho Brocha. You know how much a Kosho Brocha is? The, uh, the concentrated wine on the bottom. Tzorek Shiebo Rova Revius. It has to be a quarter of a revius. And this way, when you put water in it, and you put three times the amount of water, then the whole thing is a revius. And that's the reason why you're chayiv, even though it's a smaller than a revius, because it's the amount of concentrated wine that will turn into a good cup of wine. So this was a statement that Rabbi Baravua made. Rav Nachman quoted Rabbi Baravua. Rava was a student of Rav Nachman. He had a question. His question was, you don't need your... He, he questioned Nachman and said, Rebbe, you don't need Rabbi Baravua to teach you that, that it's a quarter of Ravius is the amount we're talking about. Why? We have it in the Brisola and the Mishnah. You don't need a special statement from an Amora to prove it. What did the Brises say? The Brises said... Okay, and we had a price that says Kosiafa. And if you look at our Mishnah, what does it say? So obviously, the whole purpose, the fact that it says anything besides wine and honey and 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 and, and oil is a revius. You see, revius is the is the most important shear. So clearly the reason why the concentrate is there, because the concentrate can turn into a revius. So I don't need Rabba Baravu to tell me that. I could have applied that from the Mishnah. That's the amount that you need of concentrated wine. That once it's mixed with water will be a revius. I can prove that from the Mishnah itself. And Rav Latimei, Rav of course is Wishitosa. Why? The Omerava Kolchamra de Lodori Alchatlas Maya, whenever you have wine that cannot absorb three times the amount of water, that's not really good, strong wine. Because that's what it should be. It should be good, strong wine, three times the amount of water. Then you get your, you get your synthesis, your mix. If it's not strong enough, that if three times the amount of the, uh, in terms of water will, will, will make it 
too weak, then you don't have strong wine to begin with. And that's why, that's why according to Rava, he understands what wine is. And that's why it was clear to him the proof from the Mishnah. He didn't need a separate statement. He didn't need Nachman to quote not his own Rebbe. Rava could have figured it out himself. Abaya wants to justify why Rav Nachman had to come to the yeshiva and say the statement. First of all, I know from the glasses you wear, Nachman's statement was unnecessary. But you know, there's other ways to deal with wine. There's other ratios besides one to three. It's not. We have a Mishnah in Nida that tells us about certain types of maris. It tells us about the, the, the way blood had to look in order to be tome. And the Mishnah said, one of the ways of, of one of the blood colors that's tame is called mazug. Okay, what does mazug mean? That the blood color is similar to the blood color is similar to wine and water, which is what shnei chelkeimayim ve'echad yayin, not rava's three to one ratio, where it's two parts water and one part wine. And but which wine are we talking about? Minayayna Shironi from Shironi wine. If you have Shironi wine and you put one part port, one part Shironi wine, two parts uh, water, then you'll get the color of the blood of Anida that is one of the maris that are tame. So you see in a, in the world of the Mishnah, in the world of, of Chazal, that there was a different ratio, and maybe it's one to three. In other words, not, it's not three parts to one, two parts to one. Va'od, you think it's so logical? You, don't, you think that you know it just from the mission itself? It's, it's a very strange thing. Mayim bekad, the water's not there yet. Umitztarfin? And you're going to tell me you're kaya for the concentrate? No, according to you, the whole thing, it's obvious the Mishnah means this is going to turn into eventually a cup of Revius wine. But right now, it's not a Revius. Right now, you're, you're expecting the water. Who says the water is ever going to come? The water is in, the, the in a jug. And, and, and it's already, you're, you're going to look at it as if this is a revius. Now, of course, what does Abaya think then? So Rashi says, in other words, your your deduction, Rava, that the purpose, the why you're hired for wine is because it eventually turns into the drinks, the other Shar Mashkin that the Mishnah talks about is not necessarily true. The reason why this amount of wine is Chayiv, this is the tradition that we have, this amount is Chayiv, a, a, a quarter of a Revius, that's it. Even if the Chimozigle, even if you put water in it, it wouldn't turn into a revius of, of, of good wine. This amount of concentrate is enough. Maybe that's all the Mishnah is telling you. And therefore, if, you, if it wouldn't be for uh, Rav Nachman, quoting Rabbi Baravua, you wouldn't have known from them, you would not have been able to imply it from the Mishnah. So that was Abaya justifying Rav Nachman's statement. <laughs> so now Rav needs to shoot back to Abaya why he is correct in saying that the statement was unnecessary. So he says, first of all, Amar Le Rava. Rava said back to Abaya. I know you quoted that Mishnah Nida. Very good. But Yayin Ashironi Lechud Dirofi. 
Yain Shironi is not the normal wine. Why? Because it's a very weak type of wine. It's roughy. Okay? The wine is roughy. It's a weak type of wine. It's not the normal, and therefore, two parts of water are good for it. It's not normal wine. Inami, and even if you want to tell me that was the normal wine, I'll tell you, there it's all about the way it looks. In Nida, you're right. In order to get that real red look that you need to be considered like blood, the way you do it is one portion concentrated wine, two portions water. However, what we're looking for by us is the taste of wine. As Rashi points out, it could be that if you would put more water in, it would not have a red look anymore. Says Rashi, if you if if you would put more in, then it would look like green blood, and therefore it would not have the proper look. So therefore, he was telling Abaya, nobody would have ever thought to compare the description of the ratio in Mesechtas Nida to how much you need to be chayev for Hitzah on Shabbos. Now let me come with your other point. You're saying, how could you be chayev if the water's not here yet? I'm surprised at you, Abaya. What's Shabbos about? What are all these things that we said today and yesterday in terms of the amounts that you're going to be chayev if you take them into Rishul Sarabim? When in Shabbos, we're talking about something that's considered significant. This amount is significant. This quarter of Ravius is significant because of what it could do. It's not because, oh, we look at it as if the water is already here. It's Choshev in its own right. And I am I can imply from the Mishnah what the amount is by what the Mishnah says. And therefore, I still think we don't need Nachman's statement. And that's where it ends as far as that goes. Tana Brisa tells us that when we talked about wine, the amount of wine is, 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 is again, remember, it would be a quarter of a revius. But let's say the wine is dried up, Yavesh. Let's say the wine is not liquidy anymore. It started to congeal. What's the amount? How do we measure it? So the measure is Bikazayas. Is it a Kazayas? Because now it's more like a solid. Amar Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said, wow. In other words, basically what happens is a revius, a revius of wine that dries turns into a basic Kazayas amount of solid material. So Rabbi Yosef says, Rabbi Nason, the Tana, and Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, also a Tana, Amru Dovarechad. They say essentially the same thing. Rabbi Nason, oh, the Amr, Rabbi Nason is what we just quoted. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, the Tanya, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Shisha Dvarim. There are six things. We're not going to mention them all. We're going to mention just one, though. There are six things. Mikule Bechamei Mechomer Bechilel. We've been talking about that in Mesech Despeya, remember? Torah is all in Yonechad. Once you start learning, you're going to see connections everywhere. What's one of the kulas that Shammai has over Hillel? Dam Nevela. When it, we know a, a, a Nevela is Metamba Bamasa, an animal that dies without Shechita, that has a very Chomer Dikatuma, it's an Avatuma, and it's Metamba, even if you don't actually physically touch it, even if you're just carrying it. That's Dam Nevela. And what's the amount of, 
of a dam of an avela. Beshamai says, we don't care. The whole thing is tar. The blood is tar. It's only the meat of the animal that's tame. Basil says, no, that the blood that the blood of an avela is also tame. Okay. Says Rashi, wise Beshamai says that they ain't no kibosar, but Tame bin Avela Bekazayas. Mashkin, Makala. So um so basically Rashi's quoting that it doesn't even have any tuma. Now, Hillel said, Basilo said it was Tame. It is considered like the it's it's considered like the meat of the Nevela. Amar Basibar Yehuda, Afkisha Timu Basilel, when Basilo said it was Tame, Loi Timu El Badam Shieshbo Revius. There's it's gotta be a certain amount. It has to be whatever the two point two or two point six ounces of blood. That's the amount that's now tame with Tumas Nevela. Why? Because it can turn into like a piece of meat. It can turn into a solid, Yossi Bar Yehuda says, because Kazayas, when it congeals, become, I mean, sorry, Revius, when it congeals, becomes a Kazayas. So you see that that's the same opinion that we have over here with Rabbi Noson in terms of dried blood, dried wine. Dried wine is a kezayis because revius is the normal shear, right? Revius, I'm sorry, a quarter, right? A quarter of a revius, revius is the normal shear. And when it dries, the the amount is, uh, the amount is a kezayis. So it's the same thing over there by blood. By blood, it's a revius of the Nevela's blood because if it dries, it turns into a kazayas of meat. So that ratio and that aspect of, of the ratio between liquid, revius, drying, being a kazayas is the same with Rebbe Nason and Yossi Bar Yehuda. Okay. Now, who said that? Rabbi Yosef, the great Amora Rabbi Yosef. He made a connection. Amor Rabbi Yosef. Abai, his student, said, Rebbe, maybe not. Where does Rabbi Nelson say that you have to start with a revius of wine turning into a kazayas that, that, that dries? Because yayin is kolish. Yayin is not so thick. The blood is much more concentrated than wine. Even concentrated wine, blood is, is more concentrated. Maybe Rabbi Nelson would say you don't need to have a kezayis. In, in other words, avadam desamech kezayis. I'm sorry to get a kezayis out of that. You don't have to start off with a revius of liquid. Even less than a revius of liquid of the blood might turn into when it dries a kezayis of blood, according to Beis Hillel, according to the way Rabbi Nelson could look at it. Inami, the other way. Over there, he says, what? That in order to get the kezayis, what do you, in other words, because it's the blood, when it dries, turns into a meat-like substance, meaning it's solid-like meat. That's because you're talking about, um, about blood, which is so thick. So blood, which is so thick, when it, it because it's thick, 
when it dries, a revius of it will dry into a kezayas. El bedam de samech. Avil yayin de kolish. But wine isn't as thick. And therefore, when it dries, for it to turn into kezayas, you might need more wine. Avil yayin a kolish. To turn into a kezayas is what? Havioser mi revius. And therefore, listen to what I'm going to say, on Shabbos, on Shabbos, a dried wine of a, of a kezayis is, is, is already more than you need. Why? Because wine started off less concentrated, less thick, and therefore, now that you have a kezayis total of dried stuff, you probably started out with more. You could actually be chayiv, according to Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda, for less than a kezayis' worth of dried wine. Therefore, one does not prove the other l'chayiv. You would know that. So Yossi Bar Yehuda, we can't say, like Rabbi Yosef, that it's all the same opinion. We said when it comes to milk, you're chayiv, the amount that you're going to swallow. Iboiluhu. Could, how, they want to know when we're studying the Mishnah, how do we need to pronounce it and how do we write it in case we're writing this over for ourselves? Is it Kedei Gamiyah with an Aleph or Kedei Gamiyah with an Ayin? And if you're a Temani or a Sephardi, you might know the difference between how to pronounce it with an Aleph or an Ayin and how would you write it? So, Amr of Nachabar Yitzchak. What, what does the Pasuk say by Eliezer? Hagmieni, which is all about swallowing a little bit. Ma'at mayim, which is what we're talking about here in milk. So hagmieni with an aleph. So it should be kedei gmiyah with an aleph. Iboiluhu, last Mishnah, last parak, we talked about beans and their shells, right? We talked about the seeds, right? As Rashi says, klipatan v'garinehem. How do you spell garinean? Do you spell it with an aleph, garinean, or garinean with an ayin? The ayin has sort of like a chet sound, according to that, right? Right? Look at the Pusik when it talks about, and we had this in, in, in last week's Parsha, right? In last week's Parsha, the end of uh, the end of Parsha's Bechukosai, when it speaks about Eirechin, it says, v'nigra me'erkecha. Benigara, meaning gara means it becomes less. And the same thing happens with the seed. The seed, as Rashi says, zorkin mitocha ochel, nigrain. That's why it's called garin. It's called garin because you're migareyed from the food. See, you have to learn something. So ayin is the way to spell it. That's why it's called a garin. Amara baruva, right, iboiluhu. We know there's a, a, a Gemara that talks about uh, the gachalim. In Psochim, about the about the coals and the carbon pesach, is it fire or not? And it talks about coals being omemot. What's the proper way to write it and understand it? Is it omemot or omemot? There's a pasuk. In other words, whenever we're confused about what's the proper language of the Mishnah, let's assume that the language of the Mishnah is based on the language of Tanakh. What is the language in Tanakh? As you can see, the Pasuk in Yechezkel, it says, Arazim lo amemu began Elohim. 
that in the in the in the in the garden of God, even a giant cedar doesn't shield you, doesn't hide, it doesn't it does it does it doesn't cause a, a separation, something right. So what's the how is that spelled with an iron? So use an iron because that's what you're trying to say with those coals. As Rashi says, In other words, the, the cedars do not block the view in the garden of God, even as tall as they are. Okay, they don't block your sight. That's the ayin. We know we're going to find in a later parak. we're going to talk about closing the eyes of a person who died, closing them shut on Shabbos. So is the right way to say it, ma'amtsim? Oh, ma'amtsin with an ayin. Am Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan. Again, based on the pasuk here in Yeshayahu, what does it say a good person is like? The same einav with an ayin. That's making the eyes tough and closed. That's what it is. same einav, not with an aleph, but with an ayin. Tanarabanan, A person is bringing out cow milk, goat milk. What's the amount? That's what our mission is talking about. Does people eat, drink cow milk and goat milk? If, it's, if he's taking the milk of a woman or the white of an egg, which is what? That is a much smaller amount, maybe even, just to put into the Sorry. I got to get back. Just to put into the... Just to put into the bandage that you're going to put on the eye, this balm on the eye, that's the amount of milk you have to put in. So it's actually probably a smaller amount than what you're going to swallow for a drink. So if it's breast milk, it's actually going to be a smaller amount. What about the kilor itself? <laughs> this thing that you put on your eye, how big does that have to be? It has to be big enough that you can dip it in the water. It can be dip, dip it in the water. Uh, and the water will go on both of your eyes, Rashi says. There's enough here that you can dip it in the water and it will cover both eyes. That's how big the, the, the piece of the material that's called the kilor is. Boy Ravashi, is that kedei shifa, kedei achiza, vishifa? Is it the material itself? How about what you're going to hold on to your fingers? Does it have to be as big enough that it's comfortable to hold by your fingers as well? That extra little bit of material? Would you need that as well? Teiku, we don't know. Sofek daray sovachomer, kivavavitruul. So obviously you have to be machmir, even if it's smaller, not to take that amount of kilor out. Okay, that would be you'd be chayev for taking that amount out. Dvash katit. Remember, that's the wound on the animal's body or on the person's body. katit. Doesn't have to be the whole wound. A small amount of honey, just where the the wound begins. Boy Ravashi, al katit, apuma de kuva katit. 
you're telling me, okay, it says katit. Does it have to be? See the Rashi on this? Let's see the Rashi. In other words, maybe a puma de kula katit. Maybe the the mouth means the the whole wound is called a mouth is that what is that what a mouth means wherever it's clearly wounded is that what it means pikatit ravashi wasn't sure what the brisa meant right boy ravashi i'll cut let's read it again tana the brisa says kedelite and al pikatit ravashi want to know what the brisa meant Al katit means a puma de kula katit. It has to cover the whole wound. Odilma amay rasha kama. Only the first top of the wound, like the, the upper layer. Lafuke hadarna. Maybe the hadarna, the lower part, you don't need to cover. So once again, teku, and therefore you have to be machmir even on a smaller amount. We talked about treating wounds. We're going to talk a little medicine now about treating wounds. You don't think that anything that's here that's created is really bottle. Why? Right? The shavlul is the snail. Well, if you take a snail and you crush it, you could put it on a wound. Lekatit. Borazvuv, flies, they seem to be a big problem. You know what you could do with them? You crush them with sira. You put them on a hornet's bite. Itosh, a gnat, you use that for a snake bite, lenachash. Nachash, lechafafit. And the chafafit, I'm not sure what it is exactly. You can, uh, I know in modern Hebrew, it might have some meaning. I'm not sure what it is, but another type of animal that it'll, that it's obviously a problem. If anybody wants to ring in on the chafafit, that's okay. The samamit, the samamit is another type of animal. Anybody want to ring in on that? You can, you can uh, either look it up on your own, the samamit. Anyway, what's that? Those, those are good for what? Lakrav for a scorpion bite. Hechi avidle. How do you use when you when you're trying to cure someone from the scorpion bite? How do you do that? Maisechoda uchma. You bring a black one, a black samamit, bechoda chivra and a white one. And what do you do? Vishokiluhu. You boil them up together. Vishayfile. And then when they're boiled together, I guess you crush them and then you. Apply it to the scorpion bite. Tanarabonan, Hamisha Amosain. There's five types of fear. There's Amos Chalash Al Gibor. Sometimes a, a, a Gibor can be scared of a weak person. They might know some information against them. Amos Mafgia Al Ari. What's a Mafgia? So Rashi says, 
Chayek Tana V'kola Godol V'shomea V'yorei. In other words, it's a small animal, this Mafkia, but it has a huge voice, and even a lion gets scared for it. Emas Yitosh Alapil. A gnat scares an elephant. Why? Says Rashi. Nichnas Lapil Bechotmo. And the Samamit, this also much smaller, the Akrav is scared of it, Rashi says, because it gets into the ear, into the ear of the scorpion. So whatever the Samamit is, it's obviously a very small thing, but it causes problems to a bigger thing. There's another one, Amos Snunit, Alanesher. The Snunit is a, a swallow. That's what a snunit is, like a, uh, or a, uh, right? A swallow. That's, I think that's what it is. That's the way they translate it. Avrami, you're the Hebrew person who knows Hebrew and English so well. You can tell me. I think that's what the, I think that's what they call the snunit, like a swallow. So that is, what? I have no idea. Okay. You've never heard that word before is uh, uh, in Hebrew, the snunit? I know it's a type of bird. Anyway, Rashi tells you here what it is, Arundayla. Here, I'll look it up here. My Steinsaltz. Oi, a snunit is a... Um, looking it up here. The Samamit, he says, is a... It's called Ereg, it's an Achbish. A spider. An achbish is a spider, type of spider. A small spider. And Akabish. Akabish. What is Akabish, Moshe? What is spider. that? Spider. A little spider, right? And yeah. and the um the other one, the Snunit, Rashi says it's Arundaila. And he quotes this as it's a it's 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 he just says Snunit Arundela. In old French, I think it's a uh, swallow. The swallows that go back to Capistrano. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty well known. Anyway, so we'll see if we need Steinsaltz again. Put him over here. If he won't fall down. So anyway, so all these things scare you. They scare it, right? The 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 little spider gets into the into the akrab's uh, ear, and the snunit gets into the nesher under the nesher's wings. There's also Amos Kilbit. It's a little type of fish, Rashi said. Sheretz Koton. And and it actually could get into even Leviathan, even the Leviathan, even a, a whale or something as big as a whale. Omrevi to Mike Crow, where do you find the Pusik, these type of things? So the Pusik says, we'll see where it is. Pusik and Amos, Hamavlik showed al-az. Vishodo Mivtar. Sometimes you can have a smaller thing causing panic in something that's bigger and stronger. Reb Zeira, Eshkoch Rav Yehuda, Davikoya, Pischa Debei Chamua. Reb Zeira found Rav Yehuda. And where was Rav Yehuda? He was at his father-in-law's door. He said, I'm in good spirits now. I'm in a good mood. My brain's working well. And he saw that, hey, I can ask him anything now. Uh, it doesn't have to be Torah. I can ask him all my weird questions. 
Whatever is in the world, whatever is in the whole wide world, Havi Omerle, he'll tell me. Omerle, my time he is a mask in Why is it that we find goats, if you have cat, if you have uh, cattle, not cattle, but if you have, uh, you know, uh, uh, sheep and goats, why is it that the goats always walk first? He's a misk in Imre. Why is it turned that? Why did animals develop that way in their habits? Amarle, so your Behuda says, yeah, it's Pasha, Kibriyasa Shalom. It's like the world was like the world was created. The goats are much darker. The goats are black. The sheep are white. Just like first comes blackness, comes night, and then day. My timey hani mixian vahani miglian. Why is it that God created the sheep that their tails cover? Right? They have Why is it that their their tails cover their backsides, Rashi says. They've got their tail that covers them. But goats, goats don't really have much of a tail. I mean, it's not like a big, thick tail like a sheep. Why is it that way? So what did he say? So he says, Hani de michsinen minayu michsayin. The sheep that we want to cover them because we know <laughs> that they are valuable because their wool is going to get nice and white and make good clothes. Michsayan, God created them with a covering. Bahani delo machsinon, the ones that we don't care so much about what their fur is like. Like goats, we don't cover them. right? Miglian, they were created with an open tail. So that indicates sort of what their purpose was. My time a gamla zuter gavvuse. Why is it that when it comes to um, hang on one second, Let's see the Rashi here. Um, right. Why is it that um, why is it? The camel, excuse me one second, please. Why is it that the camel's tail is small? So he answered him, because God knew that the camels would be getting involved and they love thorns. And they would go into thorn bushes. If they'd have tails, long tails, the tails, the thorns would get stuck in their tails. My taima Torah aricha gnavuse. Why do cows and bulls have longer tails? Mishum didayer ba'agme. Because they like hanging out in swampy places. And there's a lot of bugs there. Uboy lukarkushe baki. And they want to use their tails like to swat all the gnats and everything. So look at the way God created the world in such a good way. My time a karna de kamtsa Why, when you get, take a look at a, a grasshopper and you look at its antenna, why are they so soft, those antennas? So Yehud answered him. Mishum de daira 
because they're in the grasses, they're in the grassy plains, v'ikashia, and and they they hop around there. And if if their if their antenna would be hard and not pliable, then what would happen? It would it would it would crack off. Nadia, it would move away, it would move around, or Miss Avra, and it would crack off, that would basically cause them to be blind. The Yomar Shmuel, Hai Man de Boy de Lisme Lakamza, if you would like to blind a grasshopper, I guess, and trap it to eat it better, Lishulfane Lakarne, get rid of its antenna. So God made its antenna pliable in order for it to exist. Sounds like Charles Darwin would be very happy. <laughs> with these Gemaras. My taima, hai timra, the Galusa. Why is it that? <laughs> Why is it, the Rashi says, the rishal ayin atachton, the bottom layer of, of its eye, when it closes its eye, why does the, why does the chicken's eye or the rooster's eye go up and in other beings, the eyelid covers. The chicken, the lower part of the eye, covers the top part of the eye. Why is that? So, my time of high timber to Tanalusa, midle le'ele. So, the reason is, didaire adafe, because where does, what does the rooster do? <laughs> the rooster goes up at night on these beams. And over there, since it crawls up on those beams, I guess, to to crow, if its eyelid was placed the other way, Rashi says, then all the dirt and dust would get into its eye. This way, it, it can, the bottom one covers it, so it actually doesn't get into its eye. To diradat the eye kitra, if it dust and smoke would get into its eye, the ashes and stuff, Miss Avra, it would be blinded. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.